Hey, I'm Adi. And I'm Savannah, and we're the Politos. We are here talking about simplifying our life, growing and loving our family, and learning about the world. And today, we're just chatting. Yeah. 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 So, yeah, you said so you So, let's have... get down to the nitty-gritty. Oh. That's the first time you said that. <laughs> well, I guess so. Right? Are you telling me? I don't know. Yeah, because we're just we're just gonna be chatting I'm the whole time. Just, I'm just here for the ride. Okay, well, can you say it? Because I don't want to like spend time just lollygagging. No, you already said it. No, you have to say it, or else it doesn't count. There's been more than one episode where I fine, felt- fine, fine. Um, let's get down to the nitty gritty. <laughs> <laughs> what were you saying though? You were like, "Oh, you told me." Oh yeah, before I got rudely interrupted (laughs) you said you have a handful of things that you want to talk about Uh, i have three but i think more will come okay do you have anything no oh wow okay well we'll see like i said i'm here for the ride this is gonna be a 10 minute episode um okay so i have three things to tell you about and they're they all involve murder (laughs) they all involve things that people said in public but it's not it doesn't fit under the whole like what was that about segment it's different oh i thought you said you did i mean it was about no 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 it's not all right so the first one i really don't know if this is an interesting story it's just i wanted to tell you so i was like well i'll just tell on the podcast okay okay might as well make content out of it so the other day, I think it was yesterday or the day mm. before. Um, let's talk about um, the parking situation at our home. Oh, yeah. Okay, so we... Did we talk about, like, RIP your car? No. This slash is, our car? No. I, that was one thing, actually, I was thinking about talking about. Okay, well... If I forgot. Let's not completely derail this story, so we'll come back to that later. But, oh, okay. Right? Yeah. Okay. Uh, maybe this episode, maybe later. I don't know. Okay. But, uh, we don't have our little cute car anymore. And we now are driving a giant, uh, old Suburban. Can I still talk about my car though? Sure. But later. Like today? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) Can I please? (laughs) Um, but yeah, we... So we have this old, big Suburban, which we're very thankful for. It definitely gets the job done. But we call, yes. it, we call it the tugboat because <laughs> it, it, it's just very big, very clunky. Um, but but when you try to turn, it like goes... Yeah, and it seems like you're like trying to steer a tugboat. Yeah. Okay, so that element combined with we moved into an apartment complex where we have like a fairly small um parking assigned parking spot yeah that's like underneath um a covering yeah like a wooden covering yeah and um there's like these wooden beams Mm -hmm. that are like in the parking spot so it's a little bit of a tight squeeze for how big the car is yeah so um there have been some mishaps i won't say who or what kind of mishaps, but there have been some mishaps with um, trying to park in that spot. <laughs> and not just once, but a few times. Yeah. But that's not what we're here to talk about. Um, a couple of days ago, yeah, I was coming back from somewhere. Um, it was just me, actually. Yeah. And I am pulling up to the parking spot mm. and I see um, one of the people who does maintenance um in the apartment complex they like the people who do maintenance they like drive around in their golf carts yeah and so i saw one of them um sitting in his golf cart right um kind of in front of our building okay and he was just chilling there which you don't normally see i'm not sure what he was doing he was not doing anything he was just um sitting sitting there which i think he's taking a break i saw a similar thing happened the other day when i was uh out with Miguel and he was just like drinking water. Oh, okay. That could be. I just, usually whenever I see those guys, they're like, um, they're very like, they're zooming from like one place to another. They're busy. They're doing stuff. I have never really seen that before. And I always assumed like when they were on break that they like 
went somewhere else. Mm. Um, so it was just, I was surprised that he was just like sitting there. Okay. So I see him and he's facing me. Uh-huh. And I was just like, oh boy, he's going to be watching me park. Oh. And anytime there's like somebody around. Yeah. He's watching me park especially if they're waiting for me yeah it's like so so nerve-wracking but thankfully the car next to the car that parks next to ours was not there so it gives me more room to like mm-hmm. you know finagle everything yeah so i pull in and then i back up once and like straighten myself out and then i pull in like nice and tight close to the beams yeah and it actually went pretty well nice <laughs> so i you know park i hop out and then i'm walking down the path to get to to come inside and i had i walked like right next to the guy and he says i kind of like look at him like a smile or something and he says nice parking job nice (laughs) (laughs) so you know what i said he saw the whole thing right yeah he saw the whole thing and you know what i said (laughs) (laughs) you too no, oh, okay. you too. No, I said, um, <laughs> not always. <laughs> what? Seriously? I said, oh, not always. You got me like good day. Is that what you said? <laughs> oh my gosh. That's such a like old white thing I know, to say. I know. Why did I say that? I don't know. It's true though. Yes, true. It's very true. Oh, man. And I don't know. I couldn't just say thank you. I felt like I wanted to say something more oh, interesting than just saying thank you. So you call me on a good day. <laughs> I know. It's like, I'm still above ground. Oh, my gosh. That is embarrassing. <laughs> really? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's fine, though. I mean, it's true. It is true. Yeah. That's the thing. Hmm. And he just went... Oh, oh! <laughs> like what do I see? <laughs> yeah, exactly. There's no comeback to a dad joke or like some kind of a remark like that. It's I know. Just like, all right. But the thing is, I just wanted to say something besides just like thanks, thanks. Yeah, because yeah. I felt like that was boring. Yeah. So. Yeah, and he he saw the whole thing. He did. So. Yeah. Hmm. Just like you, I'm trying to think of a word like like the roof and the the pillars and stuff that reminded me of last week's episode when I was editing that episode, I was just like, I figured out the names for these like things I was mentioning, <laughs> describing to to you, trying to describe to you. Uh-huh. And I'm like, Oh my gosh. Like, were you screaming at yourself? Yeah. I was like, Ugh. and I'm sure people that might know the, the work of like a ramp agent or, or just get annoyed by me not figuring out the word. They're like, Oh my gosh. Like, stop what was saying it? this. So, you know, when I was trying to describe to you, like, the, the metal uh, containers. Yeah. That word, I think, is, it's accurate to what, I, what it is. But the what it goes on, like, that's attached to the big vehicle that pushes all those, is they're just dang trailers. They're just flat trailers. Oh. And then you just push those containers <laughs> on and... And um, they are attached to to that vehicle that you're driving. And yeah. so essentially you're like out there driving and like you have um, like, you know, back in like the Mario Kart 64, how when you would have the bananas <laughs> like in a row, that's, yeah. that's what it is. Like you have like three to like five trailers attached to you. Gotcha. Yeah. So I was afraid of doing that job of like, do I would, I would do that. I would have I would drive it empty mm-hmm. with empty like trailers or like full um of of luggage of the luggage um it was very tedious for me to like drive that to the um the plane and load those containers because you had to perfectly align the trailer on like right in, f- oh. in front of the the conveyor belt that goes yeah. up yeah so um so yeah so i was just thinking about the words i'm like oh my gosh <laughs> so <laughs> that's so funny anyway um what's your other story okay so second thing um i am surprised i forgot to tell you this because i almost like texted you about it in the moment yeah and then i completely forgot about it after it happened so last week or a few days ago or something i can't remember but um 
me and Miguel were at the library for story time. Mm-hmm. And we're sitting there um, getting ready. We're sitting there and like waiting for the story time to start. Um, we like, you know, came in and got our seats. And I'm sitting on like a bench kind of thing. And there's another mom and a little toddler sitting next to us. Uh huh. And Miguel is kind of like on the floor, like standing, holding onto my legs. Mm-hmm. And he looks up at this mom who's sitting next to me and smiles. Mm-hmm. And the mom says <laughs> to me, she, yeah. she says, weird she says oh <laughs> it's so hard for me to say <laughs> she, she says okay i'm so sorry That's i just, right. i want to deliver the line without like laughing through the whole thing she says oh he kind of looks like the baby from ice age <laughs> what Oh my gosh. Is that weird? That is I think that's weird. So was she white? A few things. A few things. I have no idea yeah. what baby she's talking about, which we'll get to that in a minute. I, I knew. Okay. We'll you get Googled to, it? Hang on. No, we'll get oh. to that in a minute. I have no idea what baby she's talking about. <laughs> For some reason when she says that, the first thing that pops into my head, I think because she said ice. I, for some reason I thought of frozen. And then oh. I was picturing like the baby Anna and Elsa. And then I think I was thinking of like baby Moana. Oh, okay. Um, which I could see a slight resemblance to baby Moana. Big brown eyes. Yeah. But um, but no, she said the baby from Ice Age. And I literally don't have a clue what she's talking about. Yeah. But then she kind of looks at me and goes like, and I don't know if she said this or just kind of like did a gesture of like, right? <laughs> 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 and I just was kind of like, I think I just laughed. Because it was oh, you did? a funny comment. Yeah. So I need to Google right now what the baby from Ice Age looks like. So does Miguel look like the baby from Ice Age? Do it right now as I share my piece. Uh, I, I find those kind of comments a little, I don't know, they're, they're funny, but... I was shocked, by the way. I was very surprised. I would never... I mean... I, I know what that baby looks like. I would never say that to somebody who I didn't know. Like, maybe I would say that to one of my friends. Like, oh, you know what? Sometimes, like, your baby looks a little bit like the baby from whatever. Like, maybe. But I would never say that to a stranger. Never. Never. I think it's interesting. Um, that baby looks like... Um, Wait a second. Kind of Neanderthal. Well, like a level above that, I guess. Wait a second. Yeah, I'm looking at... He doesn't look like him. I'm looking at... Hang on, hang on, hang on, hang on, hang on. (laughs) This baby looks... Yeah, like, you're saying that it's kind of like a caveman type of baby? Yeah, it's supposed to be like a caveman, yeah. Yeah, and you can kind of see that... um, I feel like that's a little insulting. Yeah. I think because he's brown and maybe she recently watched Ice Age. Uh, you never really reference Ice Age. Though. That's like, the thing, too. The, that's the thing. Is I was like, that is so niche. It's not like, yeah. oh, you know, from some super popular movie. No, it's just like. And I didn't even know there was a that, baby in Ice Age. That movie came out in like 2002 or three. Um, yeah, I'm, I'm assuming. And <laughs> I think... I just find it a little insult- insulting, and I'm assuming she's like a white lady, yeah, coming from that, and um, like there are other brown now. There are a lot of brown babies out there, like on TV or on like animation, live, live action. So I don't know. I wouldn't mind it if she would have said something else, and she doesn't i mean i think she's wrong i think that miguel doesn't look like the baby from the ice age movie hang on i'm watching a clip now oh okay (laughs) is that ray romano yeah 
What? Why are you watching a clip? I've never seen this before. Oh, have you ever seen? You never watched? I think I've only seen parts of it. Oh, okay. It's a good movie. Um, there's like five of those movies. Um, no. I don't know. Now I feel weird. No, next time? Like, I... Next time when you see her again at the library, you say, your baby looks like... I don't know. Just like a... Find like a old movie. <laughs> and you're like, right? Your baby looks like... <laughs> um, Yeah, that's a... Uh, interesting. Yeah. So I just... um. Just left it out? Yeah, because again, like I didn't know what to make of it because I didn't know what baby she was referencing at all. Yeah. Like I couldn't, I had no um, frame of reference. Oh, okay. So you just kind of laughed it out? Yeah. I mean, what what do you think I should have done? Said like, I've never seen Ice Age. I don't know what you're talking about. I don't know. If you're talking to a stranger, I think it's fine to try to like work on being more honest. Oh, yeah. I I think it's a good, I think it's a good, uh, I think it's a perfect time to practice your honesty and like deliver what you want to say to, to them and see how they take it. I actually do really agree with you. There's so many times when I leave an interaction with a stranger where I'm like, why did I even say that? I should have said what I actually think. Um, kind of like the interaction with the guy outside. Yeah. Like I could have just said, Oh, thanks. But I actually was honest, even though I said it in a weird way as if I was a 40 year old white dad, but (laughs) like I was being honest. And so, yeah, I think in retrospect, I think I should have just said like, Oh, actually I don't remember. I haven't seen that movie in a long time or like, I've never seen that movie. Um, so I don't know, but, um, now that I do know who the baby is, I do think it was a little bit of a strange comment. Um, I, the first couple of pictures that I pulled up, the animation was like kind of weird. Once I actually saw the clip from the movie, I mean, it is a cute baby, but um, I think you're correct in that it's supposed to kind of have like caveman features that make it look a little bit like a caveman. Yeah. Um, And so you can kind of see that, but then it's still cute because it is a cartoon and they were trying to make, you know, the baby look really cute. So it's a little interesting. Um, and then, yeah, like you said, um, because the baby is, is like dark and has like dark features. Yeah. 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 Just, it's interesting. Yeah. Interesting comment. Yeah. Comes out different if, you know, because she said it. Yeah. So, um, I could have just said like, oh, well, I mean, he's brown. Not all brown babies look alike. No, but I think in, it's actually a little more powerful to like not be as confrontational, but just to like kind of point out the obvious of like, oh, yeah, I mean, he's brown. And then kind of like leave her to think about like, oh, yeah. is that why I said that? Yeah. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. 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 Yeah, I think we should treat uh, talking to strangers as a conversation practice rounds, <laughs> you know? So I think for her... Yeah, I mean, I don't think you should just be completely unhinged and, like, rude. No, no, no. But you're getting, you're working at, you know, being a good conversationalist. Yeah, true. Right? Yeah. Right? Hey, <laughs> 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 you know, your baby kind of looks like... um. The baby from Home Alone 2. What? <laughs> you know, your pig looks like Babe 2 lost in the city. <laughs> your pig. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, you got another thing? Oh, um, okay. So this one is different. Uh, mm. This isn't something that someone said to me, just something I observed. Gotcha. So, again, at the library... Um, classic during the story time um, there were 
Oh, no. This was, like, right before the story time started. Mm. A lot of kids were playing over in, like, the little toy area before they came over to the story time. Gotcha. And I noticed this one um, woman who Mm. was with a little toddler. And um, the reason I noticed is because she was talking a little louder (laughs) than everybody else. And um, her, the little boy that she was there with, um, I don't know. I didn't like, I, I couldn't really see what was happening, but I just heard her like starting to talk to him and like tell him not to do something. And then she was like, um, I think she said like no kicking. And then she was saying like, we have to share, we have to share. And then she was like, okay, you need to sit in this chair until you're ready to share. And she, again, she was talking pretty loud, like louder than everything else that was happening. <laughs> and, um, and then she was saying, is that boy still sitting on the chair right now? <laughs> <laughs> well, actually that's uh, kind of the main point of what I want to say, but, yeah. um, then a, a minute later, or I don't know, not that long later, she was like, Okay, well, okay, you want to get up? Well, are you ready to share? Okay, well, then you need to keep sitting in the chair. <laughs> and I was just like, wow. She was clearly getting like very frustra- f- flustered, very frustrated. And then I think I heard her say something about like referencing your mom goes to college. <laughs> Wait, kidding. what? Yeah, I think she said something about like your mom. And so then I was like, that adds another interesting layer to this. If this is like the nanny or like, an aunt or something because i don't know you would kind of expect in my experience you would kind of expect a like a nanny to um be a little more like gentle yeah and kind of uh careful with their words and things which i think parents should be too yeah i think it's a little easier for parents to kind of um become impatient and um maybe not say things in the way that they wish they had um but if you're like the caregiver who isn't the parent i feel like it's easier to kind of remain calm mm-hmm. right mm-hmm. yeah so i just thought that the whole thing was interesting but the reason i bring that up is because um a lot more like um people who are experts in this field of child development have been talking about how it's not developmentally appropriate for a toddler to share. Yes. And I think they talked about that in that book that we reference all the time, how to talk so little kids will listen, right? Oh, yeah. I think so. Yeah. So that is something that I think is very interesting. Mm. Um, And even today, I actually witnessed this again, Mm. um, but it wasn't as dramatic of a thing, but I just saw a mom saying like, oh, like, no, he's playing with that. Um, Or like, oh, no, you already have one to a very young little child. And I'm just, I was just thinking like, you know, he doesn't have the capacity to understand that or to be able to share or to think like, okay, well, I have one. (laughs) Let me let you have one and i think sometimes we get confused because sometimes babies and like young toddlers will hand things to their another child or to a an adult or something but i don't think that the function of that is that they're trying to share Mm -hmm. i think that it's just like let me show you this thing Mm -hmm. or something like that i don't know i'm not an expert on this but that's what I think. But they're not trying to share because they don't, I mean, that's not, they don't have the capacity to do that. Yeah. And so I think my, okay, so that brings me to, that. so that brings me to the question of, well, is there anything wrong with kind of using that language of like, oh, let's, you know, let's let him have a turn. Let's, let's share with him if you're doing it in a gentle way, even though you know that they can't really understand that concept. And I do think 
there's a problem. Yes. Which is that it's it's changing our expectations as parents and as adults when we use that kind of language. So when we say things, I think, when we say things like, um, oh, you know, like we need to share or, oh, look, you know, we need to let so-and-so have a turn. When that's outside the realm of what this child is capable of. Yeah. I think that's just setting ourselves up to feel like our child's doing something wrong. And also Mm -hmm. it's kind of, it's, it's giving the child a direction that they can't follow and that they don't understand. That's true. You know what I mean? Yeah. So I think that even, I just really feel like, I don't know if, we should even be using that language at all. What's your alternative? Um, I think that it would be maybe better to just um, redirect the child. Like, obviously, mm-hmm. you can't just let your your child walk up to another child and just rip things out of their hands. Yeah. And so you do have to... Um, kind of not you know you have to like not let your your child do that but i i think it's better to just redirect them mm-hmm. and realize that they are going to be sad or you know they might be sad and it might be hard for them and just kind of expect that yeah instead of like oh no like we have to share and and using those words that just aren't really appropriate for the situation yeah you know yeah um because i think that we've kind of convinced ourselves that toddlers should be able to share and should be able to understand that but they can't yeah um and i heard somebody saying that today like like you have to share no i actually heard somebody yes but i heard someone saying kind of the opposite don't share and bringing (laughs) don't you dare share you better keep that for yourself no (laughs) no like um she was saying how you know, like we are not expected to share very often as adults. Like when we bring our lunch to work, we're not expected to share our lunch with other people. This is what the mom was saying? Yeah. Wait, what? She was saying this to... A friend of everyone? She was saying this to um, another parent. Oh. Yeah. Nice. And not like confrontationally. Yeah. She was just kind of saying it. And I've heard this from other people too. Like if you think about it, that's kind of not it's not really natural like yeah we don't um if we get something new like um a new phone or like a i don't know it's something i'm trying to think of another example but we're new not shoes. new shoes <laughs> we're not expected a new car yeah right like what if then your neighbor was like okay my turn <laughs> yeah like, I, I know it's yours but i'm just gonna take it on <laughs> for a spin around the block yeah like that's not really i think that i don't know we've just sort of framed this whole sharing thing for children in a very interesting way mm-hmm. that i don't think is really realistic yeah and so i think that when it is developmentally appropriate, it would make more sense to teach your child to share um, in a different way, like out of um, out of love and like out of kindness and because mm-hmm. they, they want to, because it makes another person happy, because it makes them feel special, but not because like you owe it to people. Yeah. And like that you have to share all your things with people. Yeah. You know? Yeah. And I think that was something that we tried to do in some ways when we had multiple kids Mm -hmm. of like there are certain things that are just yours and yeah you can choose to share it but you don't have to yeah and there were things that belonged to everybody that were more like Mm -hmm. we were shared more equally Mm -hmm. but um yeah i don't know it's just something that i was thinking about but going back to my original point which is just that i think the whole that we should be careful about the language around it. Like not that I don't think that telling your one year old in a kind way, like, Oh, we need to share is damaging to them at all. Right. But I just think it would be better to 
not use that language because it's just not possible for them. Right. What, yeah. Do you have any thoughts about that? Yeah. Um, first off, I think that we, like, I don't know who taught us as a, as a whole, like, society for parenting. Like, who taught us that that at the very young age, it, it, kids understand sharing or the concept of sharing needs to be implemented ever at a very young age like, i don't know it's not develop developmentally possible yeah like no matter how many times you say when you <laughs> share in a kind way yeah it's not gonna get in their heads it's gonna take some time it's gonna take some time and we're not saying that um we shouldn't share like kids shouldn't share like once it's appropriate for them to like understand like yeah like i, I understand the concept of sharing it it it, it should be practiced mm-hmm. um to an extent yeah like going back to our foster kids we implemented the like the the whole like concept of like ownership and like the sense of that of like some stuff are some toys are not shareable and I th- and i think it's because we wanted them to, to we wanted them to just like feel like they owned a certain thing mm-hmm. um, because we just didn't know about their lives of whether like they had to share so many toys and stuff growing yeah. up or whatever it is. So like, you know, we would get them a brand new toy and say like, this is yours. And regardless of, what, what, of the kids around you, like if they want to play with that, like you have the right to say like, this is mine. Yeah. So you can say yes or no. Yeah. Like, so yeah. certain toys around the house or some were shareable, some were not, you mm-hmm. know? So I think that we had a good, we had a, we wanted to have a good balance yeah, of that. But um, going back to the whole, like, the whole, like, sharing thing, I think we all think that and believe that, like, kids should be, at a very young age, should <laughs> be able to share. Mm-hmm. And it's just crazy how, like, even kids are punished, like, you know, by putting them on, on a waiting like place area or like in a chair or something like that so it's like come on they're not gonna understand yet so i would i'm thinking like because miguel is getting to that age of like he's gonna start you know playing with his toys and grab other things and stuff and understand Mm -hmm. i i want to feel comfortable in saying when if i were to be around other parents and stuff there's a ton of kids or whatever i would want to feel comfortable in saying something like like I know you don't understand like sharing. I know you will at some yeah. point, but right now, um, like, like I know you want to play with that toy, but it's it's someone else's. So let's play with something else. Yeah, and I I think um, one of the other parents today was saying like, oh, it's a hard concept, and then and then I think that's when the other good, yeah. person was saying the thing about like, oh, you know, adults aren't really expected to share. And I think that the whole, like, it's a hard concept thing, it's like, that's kind of getting closer to the reality, but it's like, it's not just a hard concept, it's impossible. So it isn't just like, oh, this is like a hard thing, but they'll eventually get it. Yeah. It's like, no, they actually can't right now until their brain develops more and they're much older. So it isn't just like, practice, 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 and eventually they'll get it. I mean, maybe they will, kind of, if you are just constantly like kind of making them. Yeah. But right. The actual concept of what sharing is and like the give and take of it is not really going to click for them. Right. So it's not just that it's a hard concept. It's that it's just impossible and not appropriate. Yeah. Then I know despite what we just said, uh, there might be parents that are like, well, like it's, it's a hard concept because you don't train your kids. Right. Like you have to like train them young. Yeah, and, you maybe. Know, <laughs> People might think that, yeah. Yeah, and you could. I could easily picture people saying that, like that. It's, yeah, you have to like, you know, teach them at a very, very young age. Otherwise, they're gonna grow up being like these, entitled. like entitled, entitled, and whatnot and stuff. Yeah, which but, I disagree, but but I I don't think so. I think that it, yeah. it it's there's a time and a place for for these um de- developmental things yeah. to to be put in place and it's when they are at a specific specific um age and maturity level and um when their brain like they're able to understand yeah. you know and yeah so um Miguel actually was um starting to take 
like so starting to grab a toy that another child was holding oh and i think i said something like oh yeah like he has a banana um and then i think that i like just tried to like stop him from taking it yeah and then the other mom actually handed a different toy to miguel uh-huh. and um so yeah i think like just redirecting him and yeah and um not that i handled it perfectly like oh look at what a great job i did right but it's just like yeah there was there wouldn't have been any benefit for me to saying like oh no like he's playing with it like you can't have it because yeah. that doesn't mean anything to him at all mm. yeah that made me think of something else uh-huh. that I think when, so going back to the whole, the book that we love to reference. Oh yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, and talking about like things that are age appropriate and developmentally appropriate. Mm-hmm. So that one, I think with the whole sharing thing, like that makes a lot of sense to me and I have kind of no problem getting on board with that. Another thing that book brought up that does sort of um make me a little bit like "Mm." (laughs) but i'm trying to have an open mind and learn more Uh instead of just being like oh that doesn't feel right to me Mm. um the authors of that book talked about how lying is developmentally appropriate at a certain age yes and that was something that i was like "Mm, really <laughs> and so that's something that like we're you know years away from dealing right. with that but i want to learn more about that and mm-hmm. learn how to how to address that and how yeah. to um deal with it because i think that's something that we did face in the past that i don't know i didn't really feel well equipped to handle it right yeah and so moving forward i really want to kind of learn more and i one example is coming to mind of something that i heard like on instagram from a like parenting person Mm -hmm. about um like here's an example of how Mm -hmm. to respond when your child lies and i thought this was interesting again with this topic i'm just very much like i just want to learn and i don't really know so i'm not really sharing what i think because i don't know but um uh She said, okay, yeah. So she said, so for example, if you say um, to your child, oh, did you knock down your brother's, you know, um, tower? Yeah. And you know for a fact that she did. Mm -hmm. And then she says, no, I didn't. Um, The person was saying like, try responding with something where you're not um, questioning them. But you're, or you're not like accusing them of lying, but you're also letting them know that they're safe to tell you the truth. Mm-hmm. And so saying something like, um, oh, okay, if somebody had knocked down the tower, I would understand why they did it. Yeah, straight so, from the book. Is that from the book? Yeah. She oh. got that from the book. Oh, interesting. Okay. Yeah, that's one of the, the ways to handle it. Yeah, and I thought that that was really interesting and really, yeah. I don't know. I just think that that's so. Interesting. And I don't know whether that's exactly what I would do or not, but that piece of letting your child know that they're safe to tell you the truth, mm-hmm. I think is so important. Yeah. Really, really important. And so that part, I was like, oh, that's very, that's clever. Yeah. <laughs> it's an interesting workaround. Yeah. Um, I, I, I think I feel okay with like understanding that lying is a, it's a natural thing. Mm-hmm. It's been a while since, uh, looking back at the lying and like just like the why people lie and stuff yeah i kind of forgot how and like why people lie um not sorry not the how but like why people lie mm-hmm. um but yeah um i will be prepared to when, when that happens mm-hmm. but I, I i feel okay with uh knowing that it's something that kids are going to do and it's a natural thing, I think. Um, and I forgot again why they're, it's okay for to kind of let them lie. There's some, some like benefit to that. I know and there is like a reason. Yeah. yeah. I don't know why I forgot, but 
yeah it's it's uh it's hard because you you don't want them to lie to you and Mm -hmm. and then you you know but and there's an element of of course of lying that is wrong yeah like there's many cases when it is wrong to lie of course um so you don't want to just be like ah it's totally fine yeah (laughs) but yeah yeah there's a book that i i I discovered that when i was um a teacher, a sub teacher. Oh yeah. Um, I actually bought it, um, <laughs> later down the road and talks about different types of lying. Yeah. And like, essentially lying is good. Like it helps you, um, think creatively, creatively, of, mm-hmm. like build a story up and like, that's going to help you as an adult, like, um, down the road of like coming up with like, for example, like for fun, right? For like a game, like coming up with an alibi or something. I'm like, yeah, I didn't do it. Mm. I was doing this and this and that. Um, and you're going to um, come to like, there's going to be certain things happening in life where you have to lie, like to save your life. Um, for example, like, you know, I don't know if someone comes and, tells you like hey come and let me show you around the dr and like you know i'm gonna point out these all these cool things here and stuff like hey come you know drink with me and stuff like i think that's a perfect time for you to start lying and say you know what no i want to head it back yeah and 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 you're you save yourself like 20 dollars that rubs you that's not a lie did you say no i'm gonna head back no, no, no. It starts, you can start saying like, no, like I'm good. I have this and this and that going oh, on or whatever. Oh, oh. Like, yeah. Thanks. I'm good. You know, I uh, yeah. have some friends, you know, I'm waiting for or whatever. Mm-hmm. So you won't get robbed. Right. No, that's very true. And I, so I think that the safety part of it is definitely one thing. Yeah. Um, And I mean, that's another thing too, is like, I think there would be instances when we would like teach our kids to lie. You know, of course. like if, if a stranger says this to you, you say this and, yeah. and having to like teach them and explain to them how like, yeah, that is not the truth, Yeah, but that is okay. And yeah. like there, there are times when that's the right thing to do. Yeah. Um, but also I was thinking about when you were saying games, um, you know, when you are playing a game like, um, uh, Among Us or like Mafia no, yeah. Mafia is not a good example. Um, I'm trying to think of another... Werewolf? No, more of like... Clue. Where you have to... No, like where you have to pretend to be like on the side of... Coup or whatever? Yeah, Coup, I guess, would be one of them. I mean, Among Us is really... Like, that's the type of game I'm thinking yeah, of. Yeah, so you're the imposter. You're the one that, yeah. kill, that kills people. Exactly. Yeah. And you are you have to pretend that you're part of like the... the, the Crew, crewmates yeah oh like, what is that game called um where you're there's like rebels um i can't think of what the game's called but anyway there's another board game that's similar yeah um i mentally have a hard time like um figuring out like it when i am the imposter when yeah. i am the bad guy yeah like how to what would i be saying if i was on the good team <laughs> yeah and that's a skill like it that is. really is a skill it's so good and it's something that i struggle with yeah and i really am doing these like mental gymnastics of like okay like i just have to i have to almost like convince myself that i am a crewmate yeah or else this is not going to or else i'm going to seem completely um yeah. you know and i've always I remember, especially when I was younger, playing those types of games, when I completely trusted somebody and felt like they were on my team, yeah. and then I found out that they were, like, the mafia or they yeah. were the imposter, feeling like, oh, my goodness, like, almost so betrayed, and yeah. then also and just shocked by how good they were at, like, faking it. Yeah. Because I just wasn't, I just didn't have that skill, and I think I've gotten a little better at it, but it's still, like doesn't come naturally to me. Yeah. And so I think that is part of that. Like that's kind of the muscle that you're flexing when you learn to lie. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it's good. It, it's, uh, yeah, I like playing among us and I think I'm getting better at it. Uh, the one thing that like I've learned for playing that game is 
when you're the imposter, like you like get so nervous when it's time to talk about like what happened and stuff and kind of suspect like, mm-hmm. yeah, maybe so-and-so is the imposter. Uh, like you have to try to act like the, the same person that you are. If you're accused when you are a, a crewmate when you're not <laughs> the imposter so hard, yeah. and how i normally get is when people accuse me when i'm the crewmate i'm shocked like, i get so shocked i'm like guys no i am not so i kind of raise my voice and <laughs> i'm like very um animated with my hands and like i just i said like trust me like i have this and this and that like to do so like you know we're almost <laughs> done like if you kill me then we're about to lose. Yeah. Um, but when I'm the imposter, I get more, I get, I get less loud. I get super quiet. Yeah. And so it's like, and I laugh sometimes and I just don't say anything when <laughs> oh, yeah, I don't I've contribute. Do I don't contribute when people are like kind of talking about stuff, like and, and accusing other people. I'm just, I'm like, okay, I'm just not going to say anything. Yeah. So I think that, you know, you have to know, really know yourself when, on both sides of, of it. So mm-hmm. yeah. So going back to lying, like it, it's a really good, good tool to use. And so that's good. all I have. Well, um, I don't have anything else. Um, we have my car story. Yeah. So. Do you want to talk about it? Yeah. So, um, it's, are you sure we haven't talked about this? No, no, okay. we have not. Um, so, uh, I used to own a Chevy cruise for <laughs> almost 10 years, mm-hmm. a whole decade. Uh, almost a decade old mm-hmm. and uh, I thought I had more life in it yeah like I thought it was gonna last me like at least a five more year, five more years or something I didn't and because yeah, I'm like this car looks you know doesn't look from the outside looks great yeah from the outside uh, and the inside's all right too and <laughs> and uh, I was <laughs> This was like a couple months ago. I was about to go and get an old change and a thing like get a new um tire, uh spare tire and uh and then it just dies on me. And um so the big issue with that if you don't own a Chevy Cruze or you know someone that owns a Chevy Cruze, you might come to realize that they're notorious for having their antifreeze tank uh burst it leaks a lot of antifreeze. Uh-huh. So anyway, so that, that was like the big issue. So that's why it like uh, died on me. And so I take it to the shop and they're like, Oh, it's a lot of money to get this car fixed. So I was like, yeah, it's not worth it. So I had to call it. I had to say like <laughs> the time is, of death. You're making that sound so, um, so much more seamless than it was. You went through like the, all the stages of grief. You were like in denial. You were like, no, there's no way, like, we have to... The mechanic is wrong. Yeah, the mechanic's wrong. We have to get a second opinion. I'm sure that it's fine. I'm sure it's not going to yeah, like like, cost I, us much money. I'm sure we can still keep it. Yeah, I thought I had five more years left. Yeah. Yeah, and so, um, yeah, I didn't want to go through the whole thing, but... Um, no, I know. That's, it's just, that's the it, You just made story. it seem a little bit like... Uh, kind of sugar-coated that yeah, part. Yeah, so you told me, like, why would this mechanic, like, what's it to him? Like, he's not getting gaining anything from, like, telling you what he just told you. Like, exactly. that's, you gotta believe him. He literally could have said, like, oh, yeah, I'll fix up this thing or whatever, yeah. and it'll cost you this much. But he was like, I would just junk it. Yeah, he was like, you know what? Like, um, he told me, like, I could we could do it, um, but I don't feel comfortable, like, fixing everything because... Um, it, you know, it, it's just, it's a lot of money, blah, blah. Yeah. So he's like, yeah, junk it or whatever. I have a buddy of mine that could like try to like buy it for you, from you and stuff. He tries that. And so, um, so anyway, should I play a little audio from, uh, you saying goodbye to the car? <laughs> oh yeah. So this is the, um, so we go through all this stuff. It takes a long time to like get, you know, everything figured out, look it up, look up like what to do and blah, blah. So I finally like find the right people to, to have, uh, my car. I take it to what to call like a pick and pull. Yeah, there we go. Mm-hmm. So I take it to a pick and pull. Um, we schedule a time for them to come tow it. And, um, my car is just the funny car that it is. It, um, the battery dies because it was, it was parked for a while. So it dies on me. That's the very last thing it does to me. Mm-hmm. And so then that means that the key was just like, um, 
stuck in the ignition <laughs> and, and I couldn't get it out. And I was so worried about that because they were asking for the, you know, the pick and pull people were, were asking for the key. So I'm like, ah, well, technically they'll have it. So anyway, so uh, I say goodbye to it, get everything out of the car. And then it, uh, the tow people like took like no more than like 10 minutes to get it all like, Oh yeah. It was so fast. Get it all towed and everything. And so, yeah, uh, I got my I got my check for not that much, and so I just felt kind of like also bamboozled. But I guess that's the the worth of the car. I'm like, man, this is you know obviously it, it's my personal like car that I've had for almost a decade. So to me, it's worth a lot more than what I got. But you know, <laughs> so. Automobile. Ah, I knew you were going to say that. 2013, 2023. Ten years. What a ride. My last ride. That was going to be sold for parts. Like an animal. An animal? We buy animal parts. Like we eat them. Oh, I see. Butchered. <laughs> and it's prime. There it is. I didn't forget anything. Oh, it's been towed like seven times, maybe. Oh, this dog with it. <laughs> oh my God. What's so funny? This one more video. Wait, what? That was really something. Yeah. Well, we'll have to end it with that. And as Audie says, no, my baby. <laughs> See you See next you time. See you next time. <laughs>